are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun. And every Wednesday, I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thank you for listening. There's a new event on the calendar at Allegiant Stadium, and it's bumping Garth Brooks as the first non-sports live entertainment event to take place at the home of the Las Vegas Raiders. You may not know the name of electronic music artist Elenium, but he's a pretty big deal in his world, and he's going to perform what is likely the biggest show of his career on July 3rd at the 65,000-seat stadium. This show is a co-production of AEG Presents and the Life is Beautiful Music Festival, and it'll take place one week before Garth Brooks finally gets to play at Allegiant. His concert was originally set for last fall before the Raiders were to play their first season in Las Vegas. Of course, it was postponed, and now the venue will be full two weekends in a row in July. We are expecting to see more events get booked for Allegiant in the coming weeks, Right now, the next thing up is the CONCACAF Gold Cup soccer event on August 1st. Uh, Maybe some more recognizable names announced their return to Las Vegas this week. Gwen Stefani will resume her headlining residency at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood on October 22nd. And she has eight shows on the docket now with tickets on sale Saturday. And John Fogarty will be back at Encore Theater at Wynn Las Vegas on October 9th for the first of six shows that month. Tickets for Fogarty are on sale Thursday. Meanwhile, over at Resorts World, two of the Strip's newest musical residents announced additional dates for their respective shows at the theater at Resorts World. Katy Perry and Luke Bryan, who worked together as judges on American Idol, both added a handful of performances to their upcoming schedules at the new Strip Resort, which will open June 24th. And that means all four headliners here have now added dates. Celine Dion and Carrie Underwood did so last week. And all of these extra shows came before the general public ticket sale started this week on Monday. So you could see how much excitement there is for what's going to happen at Resorts World and how much pent-up demand there is for big live entertainment in Las Vegas. Two more big names in music, hip-hop stars Wiz Khalifa and Future, will be the reopening acts at Dre's Beach Club and Nightclub next weekend, June 4th and 5th. Uh, Dre's will be operating this upcoming Memorial Day weekend, but the rooftop club at the Cromwell is waiting until June 1st passes and it can go to full capacity to bring in those big guns. And some big food news this week. Celebrity chef Bobby Flay's first-ever Italian restaurant, Amalfi, has opened at Caesar's Palace. It takes the place of his former eatery Mesa Grill right off the casino floor. And the MGM Grand is reopening its buffet for the first time since last March. That's happening today, Wednesday. And the buffet will be open for breakfast, lunch, and weekend brunch to start. Two long-running musical tribute shows are reopening this weekend at the Tropicana. One of them is the current longest-running show on the Strip, Legends in Concert. The other has been around for almost as long and is also incredibly popular. It's the Prince tribute show, Purple Rain. And if you spent any time in Las Vegas over the past two decades, you've probably seen this show, probably danced along to Little Red Corvette or sang along to Wind Doves Cry. Jason Tenner is the talented musician behind this show. He stars as Prince, and he's been holding it down at different bars, clubs, and casino showrooms for 25 years now in Las Vegas. As you're about to find out, 
He kind of sounds like Prince when he's speaking, too. So please enjoy this week's conversation with Jason Tenner. Well, Purple Rain reopens uh, May 27th at the Tropicana. How does it feel to be getting back on stage after such a long time away? I mean, we, we've been back. We've been touring a bit. So we started about a couple months ago, Southern California, some Northern California stuff. We did Tampa, Florida, some corporate stuff. So we've been back on stage playing, but it'll be great to be back home at the Tropicana and actually get my nightly exercise in. I didn't quite pick up the COVID-19. I did about COVID-8. So I've got about two weeks to kill this other eight pounds. Fighting weight, but I, it'll be easy. I mean, you've been doing this a long time. Are you, uh, we, we, we talked a minute ago last time that we did an interview together. And I think that was before the show moved over to the Tropicana. And uh, I Early. think you were about 20 years in at that point. So are we right around the 25 year mark now? Yeah, we are 25 years in. At first, you know, we started, um, it was 1996 or 1997, I'm sorry. So yeah, we're about 25 years in a quarter century. Just got a couple little grays popping up here and there. <laughs> you don't got as many grays as me, so you're doing good. Yeah. Are we about the same age, I wonder? I'm turning 45 this year. I won't, you don't have to age yourself, but I, a little older than that's that. where I'm at. It is crazy to think about any show being in Las Vegas for that long. Um, and you've been doing this in, in, in different forms for, like you said, a quarter of the century. What does it feel like for you to think about this as, you know, it's a, it's a Vegas institution. Obviously you tour and go around other places too, but. Um, I mean, I feel lucky. I feel blessed. I feel like, you know, we, we were, I worked hard, didn't, didn't, uh, don't cancel shows, try to show up every day and give it everything. And, and the guys that are with me, they, they feel the same way. Everyone wants to, everyone wants to be as badass as we could be. So we do that's what we do. You know, we have Prince's band members, guys from the time. Um, as a matter of fact, Thomas Austin, he was with Morris Band the time for the past six years and was with this group before that. He just came back. So he's the guy that holds the mirror for, for Morris, for Jerome. So he's back with us now. Um, but yeah, all those guys come in. And so we want to, that's the biggest thing. I think it's, we've worked hard to, to, to be, to, to be there. We, we, announced the GOAT this year from the, I think it was the Las Vegas Weekly. They called us the greatest tribute show of all time to ever do it here. And so that's kind of what it means. 25 years, it is a long time. And I think back about it, you know, there's so many eras, like you said. There was the college club era that we did. We started over across from UNLV at this club, club called Tom and Jerry's, which, you know, dollar pitcher beer nights. So imagine how that went with a bunch of Trump, everyone and us being 20 years old, I was like 21, 22 years old at the time. So yeah, it was a pretty wild time. So, girls were lots of fun back then. I remember <laughs> these days and not so much. <laughs> You've been a big piece of different eras in Las Vegas and entertainment. that's for sure. You moved the show to the Tropicana, I believe in 2017. Yeah. Uh, how did things change and, and evolve once you set up in this new home? Well, being back on this trip, that was that's a cool thing. There's a lot more business down there, you know. I mean, not that Westgate, it was a little difficult to pull them over there. Um, that was a bigger thing that changed. I also took on partners, um, friends, uh, Carlos Reynoso and Red Mercury, Darren Feinstein took those guys on, and that, that's changed. And so that has been a really good relationship. Um, yeah, and then and that that's pretty much the biggest thing. I mean, we added 
and then we'd already had the bigger stage set and all the and the props and that stuff at the Westgate. We had built it over there, so we took that over with us. Added more clothes, costumes, and actually before the the pandemic, um, I had added a second cast. So I had another guy that was doing prints a couple nights a week, and then we would tour the show. Would still play here, so that was something that changed. But, you know, it's business as usual. We get up there and we rock out print songs for about ninety minutes. Prince, you know, Morris Day, Apple, I'm not sure. Old package, the movie package. Yeah. Beginning, I did, I, it was just me, and I did both Prince and Morris. Like, I'd go backstage real quick and come out. What time is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to handle. Yeah, it was fun, though, you know. Back then, it was, it's still fun, but, you know, back then, it was, like I said, we're in a college club. People were having a great time. The liquor was flowing. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's another really well-known musical tribute show that shares that theater with you, of course, Legends in Concert. That seems like a really good uh, kind of a partnership. What's that energy like, having those two shows in that same room? I think it's a great pairing. I think sometimes people buy um, both shows. I think people will come to see both shows. Um, and it, You know, it's cool having another tribute show group of musicians and people there that are uh, and it's a good show. Legends is a good show, and they've obviously been here longer than I have. I think they're going on 30 years at this point, something like that. So, yeah, I think it's a really good pairing. Beyond uh, whatever restrictions uh, are in place, of course, uh, when the show opens, what kind of changes are you making to the show? Or is it going to be, like you said, business as usual, same thing? Yeah, you know, there are so many print songs. I, I always like to put in some of the B-sides and, and throw them in. The band, you know, we pretty much know all the major b-sides and of course all the hits so you know i hear that he's coming out with some new uh, new music so maybe that's something that we'll add and learn if the if the songs catch on and they're funky but yeah we do a lot of the b-side stuff like she's always in my hair erotic city can't get away with that one you know if i was your girlfriend stuff like that so it's not just all you know 1999 i'm gonna write the bet of course it can't be but New costumes. We'll probably be adding new clothes, new costumes. I might change my wig style up a little bit. We'll see. I wanted to ask you, because it seems like Prince's estate has been releasing music and content somewhat consistently in the last few years, I guess, or whenever that really started happening. And it's, of course, it's hard to believe that it's already been five years since he passed. Uh, has all this downtime changed your perspective at all on his music or even just like allowed you to dig into all that material in a different way? You know, no, I, I actually, the downtime, I didn't listen to Prince. I didn't play Prince. I stayed in the studio, wrote, wrote a couple songs, uh, released a song back one in October and then one earlier in March. You know, people don't really buy music anymore, but I'm putting it out anyway. I have a warehouse studio here and we're going to be making music videos and all that stuff. So that was kind of more what I did and did and, and projected out, you know, gained a little weight. <laughs> Just, you know, I didn't, I, I stayed kind of far away from the French universe. It, it was kind of a relief actually to not think about it. And now going back, I think there's, there's renewed energy. Everyone is just so totally hyped to do it. And we've been back on stage already and we're, it's rock and roll. And, and we and we were lucky to open with bigger shows, you know, to go out in other other areas and, you know, bigger corporate events. Spaced out, like we did the hard rock last week in, in Tampa. So that was pretty cool just to kind of get away. But yeah. no, I didn't touch it. <laughs> I didn't touch it for an entire year, to be totally honest. I hope that's not a disappointment to some of the Prince fans out there. But I've been touching a lot lately. 
whole lot. Yeah. So. Well, it makes sense. I mean, like we said, you've been doing this a long time. I mean, you've been very deeply engaged with all this material for the better part of your life, really. And uh, it makes sense to kind of step away from it when, you yeah. know, it's not like you chose to do it. All this happened to everybody. So not at all. You know, I, I was able to, well, I haven't signed everything up, but during the time, like I said, I wrote some songs and, and again, stepping away from it kind of cleared my mind from the prints everything i played a lot of video games i'll tell you that I played elder scrolls online i don't know if you know what that is but man i was living a double life there for a while one <laughs> inside video games like computer world like neo or something the matrix but um yeah it was uh it's been it's been a nice little rest from it all and, and one of my songs i think i got them placed in a movie that is scheduled to start shooting in october so hopefully i can start shopping and selling all my my catalogs to uh these days people you know you have to tour and do that entire thing to really make money with music and people just they consume it on youtube you know spotify it's not biting more shit i can't remember last time i purchased music when you're writing and and developing your your own stuff what is that uh what kind of inspires you what does that stuff sound like Anything. Um, you can check me out on SoundCloud or um, I, I can send you a link or something like that for email so you can check it out. But a- anything and everything, life, you know, of course, with some relationships, old relationships. Uh, I write about all kinds of crazy stuff. I mean, I'm kind of into, uh, what would you call it? Do you know what alchemy is? Alchemy? Alchemy. Not, not necessarily physical alchemy, more like a speculative alchemy. It's more, uh, more about mental concepts and constructs and things of that people some people call it magic just a, just a different system of organizing my thinking so a lot of my music has went to some of the concepts that are in that study so not really religious though not like prince was kind of religious some in some ways in his music you know but no like you said you did uh get out on the road uh how how recently did you start performing again and what was it like after however many months off to get back on stage again two months ago we got back up and you know it felt it felt a little foreign to be honest with you i think first because i was a a little heavier so i felt slow um i i I got winded which i never used to get winded you know just it, 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 it was a little strange but but still super fun i mean it was an outdoor uh thing at the new agua caliente in, in southern california it was fun it was freezing but it was, it was still it was still a really good time it, it felt good i mean that's that's the life that's all i've ever wanted to do is, is sing and dance and do something with music so and i've been lucky to only i mean i had a i was a undercover store security guard for years when i was you know out of high school until i got really going with the music thing but that's been it. So yeah, it felt great. It feels great. My band, they're all players, you know, nothing, everyone. I mean, my, my, my drummer, he plays for the church every weekend, but other than that, no one, you know, they're all players. Everyone's just really geek and excited. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming everyone that does this must be <laughs> ridiculously geeked to get back to work because that's part of our DNA. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely seems like it. Uh, yeah. Obviously when you're, uh, you know, not to say that your vocation is not a big part of your life, but when you're an artist, performer, and in the case of uh, a lot of Las Vegas people, an athlete as well, uh, it's really your identity. You know, it's not just your job. So to have that, 
taken away from you for a, for a period of time and, and to not know how long that period of time is going to be is yeah. probably the biggest challenge ever. And having the can kick down the road so many times, I mean, from the, starting in November, we, we had scheduled to open and then, you know, and it's stuff resurging and just everything. It's just been like, it's been like a kind of a push and pull roller coaster getting back on, but I'm really, really glad to be back. You know what I mean? And it does. It, it does become part of your your identity, kind of like who you are. Like, I mean, I guess there are a lot of vocations that, that that's the case, but it, it's very much so with people that do entertainment. It's like they feel like they're choking if they don't get it. And plus, I have like, like I said, the warehouse facility studio here, and I, I play all the instruments and stuff. So I pretty much entertain myself. My nieces and nephews, so they live with me here, so taught them a little bit over the break. Sing a lot of karaoke with them. <laughs> what are the what are some of the karaoke mainstays over there that for me that i sing I'm, I'm i'm a doors fan believe it or not so i sing a lot of like door stuff and like um i was in the 90s grunge so pearl jam i can you know those type of things sled zeppelin huge fan of led zeppelin for me not you know princess princess is on the list that one i don't you know, you know, sometimes other R&B stuff, like, the, you know, the no diggity, I rap and stuff. So baby got back, crap like that. You know, but stuff that any karaoke bar USA, that's, that's what you walk in. That's what you hear over here. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Well, what else do you want to say to uh, all of the show's fans and followers, me included, who can't wait to uh, see you again on stage in Las Vegas? We're back. Come on, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm I'm very excited and happy for everyone here in the community that that is getting to open back up. I know not all the shows are opening back up right now, but there's some have been running for a while. Like I don't know Jennifer Romas, she was over at Westgate. She's been running over at, at, at Hustler for a while. Murray Slotchuk, a buddy of mine, he's been at the Tropicana Open. So, congrats everyone that's opening. And yes, damn the pandemic, <laughs> down with nineteen. That's going to do it for The Sun on the Strip this week. Thanks for joining me. Special thanks to Jason Tenner, who is back with Purple Rain at the Tropicana on Thursday night. That's the same night Legends in Concert reopens in that theater. Go check it out at tropelv.com. Hey, I want to get you all caught up on what's going on this weekend in Vegas for Memorial Day weekend, but your best bet is to read Best Bets, which comes out every Friday on the Las Vegas Sun website at lasvegassun.com, so go check that out. You can find past episodes of The Sun on the Strip at lasvegassun.com slash podcast. You can listen and subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Take care.